Oh, straight in. Straight in. Snap. Again, podcast. Oh, it's been a minute. Been a hot minute. It's been a month. It's been a month since my last episode, and I must say, my apologies if I'm a bit scratchy. I'm just getting myself sorted, which I should have did before. Um, it's been nice. It's been nice having a month off. Just things just got too much. Um, Where do I start? I feel like I'm finally moving through a um, part of the process of of the journey. I feel like I've just moved through... uh, they call it a dark night of the soul, but and everything I sort of researched up about it, sort of it looked like that. Um, a lot of loneliness the last couple months, a lot of time by myself, a lot of you know feeling as though I'm not really understood or people. Yeah, just just all of it, just all the head noise. I uh, got it got pretty hectic there at one point. To be honest, like it just got hectic and I'm so grateful that I've got you know the tools and the practices to just you know hold faith and just continue to push through um we're in the process of building a house uh I had a holiday booked um you know financial stress uh business being a bit slow trying to work out where I need to be, which is pretty funny because the only place you need to be here is now. And, yeah, just experiencing things that I um, have never experienced, which was interesting because I sort of look at it now and I'm like, I was supposed to experience all these things to know what it feels like and and utilise what I know being on this journey to have a bit more of an understanding, probably say. And the three biggest things were probably the loneliness, the financial stress, and the business side of things. Um, so, which to a degree, some of them coincide with another. So obviously business, money, um, and then the loneliness side of things of not not feeling like I had anyone, which, you know, obviously I do, and Janae played a big role in that and, and some close mates. Um the slank and also Josh and Dan Law as well and just yeah just I think just moving through a process where um yeah just got too much and I just kept trying to f- like fight to continue to keep up with it and I was just like I'm done like I need a break <laughs> I'm physically mentally emotionally like tapped out um so, yeah, I dialed it all down to zero. Stopped doing the podcast, stopped coaching, like life coaching, and just gave myself time off and just said, I'll be ready to get back on when I get back on, you know. These 
and one thing I noted about the podcast is people that do podcasts have seasons. And, you know, as much as it's beautiful to be able to come on here and speak my truth and people resonate and gives people access to see what they're going through, it's sometimes showing up for these type of things can take their toll. Uh, and I think I just pushed the needle stick way too far to the point of like not even coming into the space, just being at home, just like, you know, having a bath, stretching, reading, getting out in nature has been a big one. Um, so, yeah. But all in all, it was beautiful having a month off. It was nice just having a bit of a breather, giving myself a chance to not have to be anything. Because as much as I come on here and be myself, like be me, which is that's why I named the podcast Matt Gamble Podcast, so I don't have any attachments to feel like I have to be anything else. Um, you still have to show up, you know, and, and exert energy. And I think with all the things I do in regards to jobs, it's, it's exerting uh, mental energy. You know, my job isn't physical at the gym. Like, yeah, we do setups and stuff, but it's more mental, you know, staying in a good energy, giving people good energy, good workouts. And same as the life coaching and the podcast. And it just got to the point where I had no more energy to give. Uh, so I just had to check in and just go back to basics, just being at home with the girls more, just enjoying like, you know, soaking up the beautiful time with them. Um, and yeah. So that was the last couple of months, you know, and working out like, yeah, just trying to work stuff out where it's like, just let it all just play out. That's one thing. It just sort of was like, <laughs> I was getting caught in these just tunnels of like working things out. And it was just like, there was no answers in any of the tunnels because there was actually nothing to ever work out. It's just exactly whatever's going on in this moment. <sighs> that felt so nice to say that. And, you know, these, these podcasts and stuff are so fulfilling for me, like just being able to openly express how I'm feeling and what I'm moving through and, you know, speak my truth to allow other people that are listening to be able to open up about their own truth about whatever's going on with the inside them, you know. And since stepping on this journey for the last, I think, close to three years now, things have, like, it's been, you know, fairly content. Like, just like, you know, you go through your shit as we all do. Like, we're fucking human. But this was like the longest stint of feeling everything at once. And it's probably the case for everyone. But my biggest thing is like the universe gives me everything at once. Like, rather than just like a little like taste, it's like here you have the whole packet. And it's just like, you know, like all of it just sort of came at once it was like fuck i'm feeling lonely i'm feeling caught up in my head i'm not communicating with people i'm like you know feel like i'm like you know don't really yeah but like sort of like a bit of a don't really belong like am i just spitting like crazy talk you know the money side of things we've got a lot of outgoings at the moment in our life um you know business and you know business was like a bit sticky there at one point over winter you know, obviously, which is normal with the gyms, not many people training and wanting to be in there. So, yeah, it was like, fuck, this backpack that I had on and I was just continuously walking. I just, yeah, a month ago, I just took the backpack off. I said, I'm done. I'm, I'm, not, 
I'm not fucking walking this backpack anymore. I'm just gonna I'm gonna drop it here and I'm just gonna leave it for a little bit. And it's so funny how it works because you know social media. I feel as though I had a big part to do with my head noise because they say ninety percent of your problems come from your phone, which I do believe. Um, so it was because I went to America last week, a week before I left, or maybe two weeks before I left. I just had this. I was in the lounge. And I posted a reel. I think we went out on the weekend. I posted a reel. And then, like, I posted it, got off. And it was a Monday morning. And then I, <laughs> two minutes later, just checked it. Because, you know, when you're numb and you just, your phone's your, your numbing device. And two minutes two minutes later, I checked it. And I checked the stories. And one of my mates, <laughs> he watched the story but didn't like the reel. And, like, it's so funny how your ego just turns around and goes, like, what the fuck, bro? Why wouldn't you like it, you know? And I just, I laughed at myself. Like, you idiot. And that was just, like, the turning point of, like, like, really? Like, what? like the, just the head noise was, like, you fucking stupid. And in that moment, I was, like, I am done on this fucking thing. Like, I am done with this stupid little device. So I said to myself, I'm done. I'm not going to go on the rest of today. And I'm only going to go on once a day. And it was funny because my ego was like, no, you won't. You'll check it later. I was like, nah, really, I'm not going to fucking check it. It's like the little devil and the angel on your shoulder. The devil's like, no, you're not. You'll check it later. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to check it. And it was funny because, you know, you use social media as a business platform to post your stuff. And, you know, obviously I was being posting and posting podcasts and posting G3 stuff and coaching stuff and blah, 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 all that shit. And then, I don't know, for me, I feel like on social media at the start of the week, like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday nights, you sort of get a bit more traction. You know, back end of the week, the footy's on, people are out, like you don't really. So I always make sure I try and post at the start of the week and it come to Monday night and I was like, oh, you're not going to post about the gym. And I was like, no, I'm not going on social media. So funny. I wake up the next morning, bang, five new members. I was like, how funny is that? That the one night I don't post on a Monday night, we get five new members. And to me, it was a feeling of looking up to the universe going, the universe saying, see how you don't really need this? And I was just like, holy fucking shit. And then it was just, yeah, it was like a little bit of a light bulb moment of like, relax, we've got it. You know, and it's just about getting out of your own way and allowing the universe just to take charge of everything. You know, we say it all the time of getting in the driver's seat. Like, sorry, get in the passenger seat. Let the universe drive the car. Like, just stay in a good energy. You know, stop trying to work it out. It's all exactly how it's supposed to be. Your book's already been written. Let the universe take control of everything you can't see because, you know, it's funny how in life we go through these certain situations and we're like, why is this happening? How did this happen like this? What's going to happen next? Blah, 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 blah. And then like six months later, you look back and you're like, oh, yeah, wow, that played out exactly how it was supposed to. And I was like, oh, go figure. Like, how funny is that? So for me, that was such a like interesting thing of detaching from my phone and then waking up the next day and having five new members. And I was like, wow. like, And they were like the most randomest people that who knows how they found it some of them haven't even come into the gym before and they just signed up 
you know. So it was just such a beautiful moment of like I did the right thing, you know, of detaching from my phone. And I think me, Kane and Kai did a funny video and posted it the next night. And then I think Kai messaged the day later being like, bro, like we've got like 50,000 views, like go on and have a look. And because I only go on once a day, I went already. Or I was already on it, and then I got off. And then later in the day, he messaged, and I was like, in my head, I was like, no, I'm going to check it tomorrow. Like, who gives a fuck if it's fifty thousand? Like, like, meaning me. Like, did really? Like, do I really have to go on and check? And especially because of my attachment, and because I got so much time during the day, you know, work G three morning and night. Um, a lot of time to access my phone. I don't have a job where I'm on the. F- tools for eight hours so I, I literally can't get on it i've got access it's it's actually lighting up right now i fucking turn it over so anyway and it was just such a beautiful thing and it was like a week before i left for america and i was like i felt like i had a deeper awakening again like i was like what the fuck this little fucking thing can just wrap you up and keep you there and just keep you stuck in thinking that, you know, you're inadequate or you're not worthy or you're, you know, and and what come through for me was that what social media does is it gives you an opportunity to be something that you're not, whether you realise it or not, that it's like, you know, the, the greatest spiritual teachers you know, Ram Dass, he, they talk about, he talks about becoming nobody. Like, it's one of his top topics where he's like becoming nobody. And it's such a powerful thing because you look at kids and, and like, you know, my daughter's like four and two, like they haven't cultivated an ego yet of an identity of who they think they are. They are just them, you know, and kids are just nobodies in the sense of like they're just being who they are. That's it. They're not trying to impress. They don't have to think about what happened or the repercussions or the judgment or whatever. But as we grow up, our programming kicks in and we develop our ego and have an identity of being somebody. And they talk about stripping it back and becoming nobody. And what social media does, it amplifies the somebodiness, you know, and over the, the over when I was like attached, I was like waiting for validation to feel as though I'm a somebody, whether it's through likes, through co- like conversations, through whatever. Like see me, and in, or I feel as though Instagram is like fucking see me, see me, see me, like me, like me, like me, you know, f- be my friend, you know, all this stuff, and it just takes away the energy that you give to yourself and. A little bit of a realization come after a couple of days of only going on once a day was like, how do you feel when you're in your deathbed and, you know, the God comes down and says like, oh, like this is your life um, and we're just going to work off percentages and 20% of your life you're on social media when you weren't really present in the moment. And it's just like, fuck, like 20% of my life I was on this little device which I I don't really remember what the fuck I seen. Like, there's so much time wasted on... And and they talk about pieces only found in the present moment. Everything that's on the phone is not present. It's not in the now moment. It's either a video that... Well, obviously, a video that was posted in the past, you know. And 
I started to look at my girls differently when I got off it, like just being off and only going on once a day. And when I was going on once a day, I was on for like fucking 12 minutes maybe. I'll check some posts, reshare some stuff, reply to some people, and then like I'm off. And then I'm like back in the real moment of like, and, and I, I don't know, I just started to, my kids, like it was like it was ultra HD. Like I was starting to look at my girls and I'm like looking at their facial structure and just the way they talk and the way they operate. And I was just like, it's because I've gotten off my phone. I'm, I'm, I'm not numbing myself anymore and trying to be something on there as somebody. It's, it's just about becoming nobody and having faith and trust of knowing that the universe will provide everything that you need, you know, and, and it's so true. I'm like, I literally have everything I need. You know, I've, I've, I'm healthy. My kids are healthy. My family's healthy. Like, we're not in hospital right now. We're not dying. We're, we're here. Like, that's it. Like, that's all I need. I only need my health. You know, just this breath. <sighs> Fuck, that felt good. Like, that's it, you know, and... I'm a blessed man that I have kids that aren't in hospital and healthy and a partner that's healthy and my parents are healthy. Like, that's it, you know? And, and yeah, like, personally, I just got caught up in, like, the somebodiness, you know? And I have a couple somebodies that I am on social media, you know, the, the gym owner, the podcast guy, the life coach, you know? Like, and I just started to go, I'm just going to fucking be me, like, I don't have to post every night. I don't have to post a podcast every week. I don't, and where before I felt obliged, not obliged, but I felt like I had to, where now it's like, you can do whatever the fuck you want, you know? Like, and then I, like, I just went, got back from America and just had an amazing trip away and met some beautiful people. And, and it was funny because I went to an event, shout out to Evan Britton, um, his Heal and Flow, Heal and Flow event. And it's funny how the universe works again because it was only the start of this year I, I seen this guy on social media and then instantly was hooked and started listening to all his podcasts and and just like fully captivated in his truth. You know, he's an ex NFL star and now he does yoga and, and he's like six foot and just massive Viking looking dude, which you've probably seen on my social media. But the way he talks about and opens up about him and his life and what he's been through and what he's going through is just so powerful that like you look at this guy and you're like how can you access this part of you and it just shows that the physical dimension of what you look like and internally is just so different and yeah he just opens up just a fucking great guy and next thing you know we're connected and the next thing you know I've, I've gone to his event on the weekend and on my way there everything went wrong like like it was like out of a fucking movie. It was like out of the terminal. I was like the guy from the terminal, Tom Hanks, like missed flights, lost luggage, wrong terminals. I'm running through Dallas airport. Like, and I just wanted to go home and be with my girls. I was so lonely in the airport. And I think it's because of the last couple of months I felt lonely and I was still coming out of it. So then now that I've put myself on the other side of the world, like, it was like I just had my hands on my head, like, get me home. Like, I'm scared. I'm lonely. Um, and, you know, moving through that, it made me realize and feel like 
how many people out there actually feel lonely like this, you know, and feel like they have nobody. And like, I felt so lonely for, from my doorstep to the doorstep at Seattle where I had to be was 30, 36 hours, I think, because I had to wait at the airport for like eight hours for my flight because I missed my first one. So 36 hours in my head and just having no one to open up and express face-to-face energy of like what's going on was just fucking scary. Like I was crying on the plane. I just wanted to fucking get home. I had my hands in my my head in my jumper, just missing the girls and just... And I just, my soul just kept saying, keep pushing, mate. Keep going, keep going. You're supposed to go. If you weren't supposed to go, it wouldn't have worked. Like, just trust, have faith, you know. Even to the point of, like, I got to my hotel the night before. And obviously, I was tapped out. But, like, I started to, like, because I wasn't thinking straight. I was physically, emotionally, mentally exhausted. I'm, like, trying to work out how I can get an Uber to the event and not be the first person there because I'm scared that, like, you know, Eben or someone's going to tell me to wait outside or something. Like, and even though, like, I know what they're like, it's just how funny the mind can just create this space where you just, you know, you I was, you know, just in fight or flight mode, you know, fully just insecure and just vulnerable and lonely. Uh, and then I got, I got, the Uber there and I was like, you know, because I don't know miles against kilometres, I got there a little bit earlier before it started and I'll never forget my ego being like, you're going to feel like shit the second you get back in the car. Like the second you get, the second that you're by yourself again, you're going to feel like shit. And I was just like, oh, yeah, you're right. And, And then I was like, just go inside. like, And I walked out the front and, Eben must have seen me coming down the driveway and he's walked out the front. He's like, Matt, what's going on, man? And like instantly this feeling of like I am seen by someone I know I can be me in front of. How beautiful does this feel? And like I just dropped my bags and I just walked up and just got a big hug. He's like, you look tired, man. You look like you've been going through a lot. And I'm like, oh, dude, like you're real. Like it's so good to see you and fuck, like I needed this hug and. Then I walk into the house and it's just like the family that held it, shout out to the Krenz family that held the event was like so present and like like just inviting. Like Riley, like he's just like, hey man, I'm, I'm Riley, what's your name? My name's like Riley, I'm Matt, like, you know, and show me around the house and what got me there and and then I was just instantly seen. And like th- those voices in my head were just like put at bay for a little bit. And then more people are rocking up and like I'm just starting to feel myself again. Like, you know, talking and listening to myself talk and listen to other people talk. And and this girl walked out and she looked a bit, little bit frantic and she looked at me and she said like, where are you from? I said, Sydney. She goes, I've just come from Germany. And I said, oh, like, how was your trip? And she goes, everything went wrong. Like, I felt so lonely at the airport. No one wanted to help me. And I looked at her and I said, well, that's funny you say that because I just went through the exact same thing. And, like, I just, we just smiled and I just gave her a big hug and I said, well, you're here now. Like, let's, let's have a good time. And, yeah, like, it was just, it just made me realise and just feel the, how important the human connection is. Like, the human connection is the portal to peace. Because when you have other people with other stories that are going through some shit or just present and just make you 
be yourself, it just like was such a liberating feeling to be around people that just wanted to like listen to my story and 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 listen to their story and you know like talk about the differences and what what like what's compatible and what you know and Eben has a beautiful way to be able to articulate his truth in words and you know we did so many beautiful things over the weekend like you know yoga meditation breath work stretching you know we had good food good company presence and you know Eben was one that put all this together with his beautiful partner cat and I, I think I went to the toilet and I come out and Eb's sitting there by himself inside and there's 35 people outside and inside as well near him just talking with each other and not one phone in sight, like not one phone. It was honestly the most presence I've seen in a long time. Like everyone was fully just engaged in conversation and I walked up to him and I said, dude, how beautiful is this? we looked around together and we just seen like not one phone in sight and everyone just being fully present, just talking about whatever they were talking about, whether it's stories, what got them there, what they're going through, you know, whatever. And it was like, if there could be a new world, it would be this, you know, if, if people, you know, learn to detach from their phones and, and honestly be fully present in, in conversation and be there, it just is most, it was the most amazing thing to see. Like, honestly, I was like, holy fucking shit. This is like everything right now. And, and yeah, from the weekend, like I got back in the car, the Uber after the first day and that, that voice come back of like, oh, you're going to go back to like, you know, your hotel and be lonely again. And straight away I was like, I'm so excited to be lonely. Like, <laughs> I'm so excited to go sit by myself because I just, my cup is so full f through human connection that I can't wait to go back to the hotel and lather myself up in fucking aloe vera oil, get some Uber Eats and just go to bed. Like, and, you know, for me, like that loneliness just diminished. It was like, you, just, you know, human connection is so powerful and there's so many people out there that feel may feel lonely. And, yeah, it was interesting to feel that because I am around so many people for the last couple of months I have felt very lonely, but even though I'm around so many people and this was just like, wow, like, you know, this is how people can feel. So the most amazing weekend with the most amazing people. Um, and then, and, oh, and then before I left, like, it's funny, you know, you jump on this journey and you sort of like got to learn how to integrate the humanness of, you know, we're human, but, the spirituality side of knowing there's a higher power and faith and sort of integrating both into one. And before I left, it was like, you're going to do a podcast with Eb and his brother. And then the excitement kicked in like, wow, that, that, that feels cool. And then my ego was like, yeah, but what if you don't? And I was like, what do you mean? And it was like, what if you don't do the podcast? And my ego through the somebodiness was like, you know, you got to be a somebody there. Like you, you know, you got to show people who you are, and you've got to do a podcast with Evan, be seen, and let him hear you and hear your truth, and blah 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 blah. And that's where the somebodyness is just can get very tricky. Of you know, fighting to be somebody, and I'm like, and straight away I was like, I don't care if I do or don't. If we do a pod, great. If we don't, great. 
Like as long as I get to meet him and be around good people, then that's that's it. And so I just handed it over. I said to the universe, if you want me to do a pod with Eb, I feel like I'm going to, but if you want me to, then you put it out there and make it happen. I'm I'm gonna just sit back and just enjoy. And that's the nobodiness of just being there and just, you know, being me, I guess. You know, when I say nobody, I mean being me, like truly me and not having to try and be somebody. And on the first day, he comes out and he's just sort of chatting everyone. He comes, sits next to me. He's like, oh, what are you doing after this? And I'm like, I'm going to go to LA and catch up with your brother. He's like, oh, really? He's like, why don't we do a pod? We do a pod together. I was like, oh, yeah, sweet. That sounds hectic. And he goes, yeah, I can be mad. You, me and Gus. And I was like, looked up. And it was just like such a beautiful thing of when things happen effortlessly, like, how beautiful was that? Like I sort of had a feeling, but it it coming through like that is such a beautiful thing. And I think that was a little bit of a thing for me of allowing things just to come because I do feel things, you know, being on this journey does get a little bit tricky of like, I do feel like I have a good intuitive sense as to what's coming. And a lot of things that I've sort of manifested or seen in, in the future have come into fruition, but it's allowing yourself to be human and allowing things just to happen and unfold naturally you know let it just unpack and just come when it's supposed to come don't force or fight or try and get there you know and i think that that was a big lesson for me of just allowing it just to come you know and let it play out rather than trying to work out how it's supposed to be played out because we don't know how it's supposed to be played out like we think we know but how many times that you've had a thought about something playing out a certain way and it plays out something different and, you know, you might have had so much resistance at the start and then you look back and you're like, oh, that was actually supposed to play out like that. How interesting. So, yeah, life's beautiful. And, you know... Day two of the event, we get into like a shared circle and it was like 35 people, male, female, all different ages and just so many people from so many different walks of life and we all just had this connection of just being present with one another and we were all talking and just opening up and it was such a beautiful experience because everyone could just be themselves and then amplify on that. Like everyone was just being themselves but it got they got comfortable being themselves. And I think that's where sometimes we have old friendships and the way we were in past sort of chapters of our life and, and thinking that we have to be a certain way around someone and, you know, all that stuff. And we get like that. You know, there's certain people that I know that I, I sort of am a little bit different around in certain circumstances because of we've been friends for years or you know it's just it's just the way it is but this event just allowed everyone to be themselves and i think it yeah so back to the circle and we all just were in a big circle and then eben just started talking about exactly what he's gone through lately and and it was just so powerful listening to this guy going well i'm going to start you know this weekend's been beautiful but i've got to get to the core of it of what's going on with me and he just starts talking and just everyone was so fucking present in the room.
room. Everyone's just fully captivated, like fully captivated in the moment. And then he just stops talking and just like wraps up what he's going through. And then he just started looking around the room and it was sort of like a sign of like, who's next? And I just put my hand up and I said, I've got a bit of a story to tell. And I'm like, two days ago, I was at the airport, bore my eyes out, want to come home. And, you know, it wasn't until I rocked up here and seen everyone and it made sense why I was supposed to travel to the other side of the world and be with all you beautiful people. And then I started opening up and, and just energetically expressing what's going on inside. And it was so fucking freeing. Like, you know, and I said what I said and then some people said some stuff back. And, and then the next thing you know, we're just like, it's like firing shots around the room and everyone's just opening up about whatever is going through in that moment in their body and, you know, and, you know, speaking your truth is powerful and it's not, you know, it's not depressing. It's whatever is going on. It's just, you know, I think sometimes the, the stigma of like being vulnerable and open is like, oh, you're going to talk about your emotions, that you're sad and depressed and lonely and blah, blah, blah. It's like, that is not the case when it comes to speaking your truth. All all speaking your truth means is talk about exactly what's going on in this moment. Because this moment is the only moment that's real, you know, and yeah, we can share stories about, you know, the past and what we've moved through and, and they're powerful too. But nothing's more powerful than the present moment and whatever you're going through in this moment because, well, there's a feeling that comes underneath the words. You know, so even though Eb was moving through a certain process and, you know, wasn't even talking about his emotions, just talking about what's going on and how he can see it. It allowed people to sort of look at their own stuff about whatever they're going through and just see it for what it is rather than being so stuck in it, just see it. And that's what it did. It made everyone around the room just see their stuff. And It's like we just put all our stuff in the middle and... You know, full credit to the ones that opened up in in the in the group. But how beautiful! And and full credit to the ones that after the whole group was over, the group conversation was over. There was just this magnetic energy of like, we are all loved by one another. We are all coming from a place of non judgment and peace and presence. And you can be whoever you want to be here. And once a sort of the big circle sort of like segregated off i think it was free time so we sort of just went for a swim went on the boat everyone just started like jumping in little circles and then you could overhear people talking about their truth about whatever they're going on so you know even though people not everyone wanted to open up in the group it just allowed people to you know after open up in like more segregated circles and it was just like yeah like for me it was like a beautiful way to say like if there's going to be a new shift in consciousness and in this world and reality this is exactly what it looks like and i don't know being on the journey and being at service of wanting to help people find more peace and you know be a part of their journey which i'm so passionate about if for me i feel like it was the universe's way of showing me like what a new world can look like and what i can bring to this world at service to be able to help um, be a part of the, you know, the way of people shifting into a better, higher, more present version of themselves. And Eben Singh is becoming your highest greatness, like becoming your highest self. And, you know, we know when we're not being the best parent or the 
best partner or the best son or boss or whatever. And I think, well, I feel that when you're when you're when you're you, when you're at your best is when you're at your best version of yourself, of yourself, not acting like anyone else. And you know, missing the girls massively, like got very emotional with that. Um, and it just, you know, it was probably the, definitely the last holiday without them for now, for a while, because, like, just have so much love for my girls, like, and Janae, and just, like, and if I can just be the best partner and dad possible, like, that's the core root of it all. Like, for me, being the best partner to Janae and the best parent to my girls is, like, everything everything else is on the second layer of that. That's like the first layer because when I'm there, they're the closest to my heart and that's when I can be the best version I can for them. Then everything else just plays out the way it's supposed to, you know, and I know sometimes I get caught in the trap of, you know, being something and, and, and forcing something or wanting something to happen a certain way or whatever. But now I've just come back to that. Like as long as I'm at home present with the girls, not on my phone, listening to Janae, interacting with Janae, loving Janae, nurturing, being there, supporting, um, all of it, you know, and, and being there for the girls wherever they need me and, you know, supporting and loving them and letting them express who they are. And, like, that's it. Like, that's just – that's it. And it just was so freeing just being that for them and myself. And that's it. Like, the rest of it – the podcast, the coaching, the G3s, the, the whatevers, like they can just and it play out the way they're supposed to, you know, and that doesn't mean I don't move like I just sit around and wait for things just to fucking happen. It's just that I'm just moving in an energy of accepting whatever it is when it comes to those things. Like, you know, whatever ha like is going to happen with those things is going to happen, but as long as I can stay true to the core fundamentals of who I am, what I'm about, which is being the best partner and the best dad possible, you know, and also obviously the best son to my, you know, beautiful parents, like, you know, and, and being present with them and listening to them and being there and open and express with them as well is obviously a massive thing. And yeah, the rest of it just, it just plays out, you know, and, moving forward it'll just be all based off feeling do i feel like doing a pod cool like today woke up felt great felt creative felt motivated felt like i wanted to express so here we are you know and so got a new program coming out called the get clear program which is beautiful um i'm gonna post this pod straight away and that program's gonna come out tonight and i open up you know and it just all came through this morning you're gonna do a podcast you're gonna do the get clear program this is what it's gonna look like this is what it's about blah 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 blah, blah. bang 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 and it's just like okay cool walked in here did a video got it ready to go did this pod and yeah like if i can leave the listeners with something is that most powerful thing you can be in this world is you you know and sometimes i feel like we we feel like other people know the way um and where that's where like sometimes we can get caught up in the more 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 like more podcasts more books more information more this more that and it's actually the exact opposite it's about clearing space 
um, to learn more about you because no one has seen this world the way you do. No one has lived the exact life that you have. Yeah, there might be people that you resonate with that have similar upbringings or relationship experiences or success or financial struggles, whatever. Like we all are relatable to one another, but you are the only one that can find peace within yourself because the more that you learn about yourself and who you are and what your values are and what you want to be in this world and, you know, where are you lacking and, and, you know, and what are your addictions? What are your coping mechanisms? What are your, what are you about is when you start to know yourself. And when you do start to know yourself, you do start to find more love and peace about yourself when you move through that stuff. And that's where peace comes, you know, and, but we need each other to learn about ourselves because it's other people's stories and you know conversations about how they can openly express about who they are and what they're going through which obviously Eben and everyone did on the weekend gives you an opportunity to open up about your stuff and see where you're where you're at and what you're about and where you want to you know grow you could say so you know we need each other to learn more about ourselves, not each other, if that makes sense. I'm pretty sure that does. Let me do that one again. We need each other to be able to openly express who we are to learn more about ourselves. And once you learn more about yourself and how you operate, that's when more peace comes. So shout out to everyone listening. Uh, I love you all. I know it's been a minute. Um and yeah, just felt like coming on doing a pod. Here I am, uh, a couple of days back from America, feeling very tanned, burnt. Uh, cup is very full. Energetically, I am excited for the second half of the year. There's a lot of new things coming, and I'm just allowing them to come. And I'll just be here every day, as present as possible. One piece of advice as well, detach from your fucking phone. Like, it's such a liberating feeling. And the way I did it was I've got Mark, one of my my best mates from Perth. And what we do is when we go on, we'll sign off. So when I finish on there this morning, I'll send him a message saying, hey, I'm done for the day. So it's a bit of an accountability thing. Um, I do have multiple businesses with Instagrams, like with Instagram. So what I do, I go, I went on this morning and did what I had to do. And then I will go on later tonight, post, reshare, and then get off. So, and I'm very mindful of it. I get on, I share, and I get off. I don't check my inboxes. I don't check my notifications. I just get on and get off. So, you know, if you do have a business out there, then obviously use that. But be like, watch yourself when you go on there at night and just post and then get straight off. Because I, All it'll take is an Instagram story or a fucking little red dot that will make you be hooked back in. But yeah, I go on socials once a day now and it's so fucking liberating. Like, it's so fucking nice. So, (sighs) that's me over and out. Thank you for listening. Episode 39 and until next time, let's go.